This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Let's uh, turn our attention to this now. ESCOM has been granted permission to run the Gusile power station without having to meet minimum emission standards for sulfur dioxide. The exemption has been granted until the 31st of March 2025. ESCOM say that uh, this may help uh, to reduce load shedding by up to two stages by the end of the year. The, the ESCOM also says it can now operate three units at Wusile power station without the flue gas uh, desulfurization unit, which cuts sulfur dioxide uh, emissions by as much as 99%. Let's speak to the General Secretary of the Climate Justice Coalition, postdoctoral graduate at Nelson Mandela University, uh, Alex Lanferno, joining us on the line. Good morning and thank you so much for your time. Morning, it's a pleasure to be with you today. Let's just talk about, first of all, um, what uh, actually this means. I mean, the, the fact that uh, the SASOL is exempted from, uh, at least ESCOM, I beg your pardon, exempted uh, from uh, meeting these uh, emissions t- uh, targets or at least uh, the, the restrictions. Uh, what does it actually mean? And where does the sulfur uh, ordinarily come from? I'm assuming it comes from coal as well. Yeah, so basically what it means is that these technologies that are supposed to clean up the the smoke from burning cars that comes out of the chimney mm. are not going to be installed in those chimneys, right? Mm. And so that means the sulfur dioxide that's uh, that's created when you're burning coal is just now going to be going freely into the air. And now ESCOM is already one of the biggest sulfur dioxide polluters in the world. Um, and so this is meaning that it's going to be even worse. And that means that communities in the area are going to have their air polluted and as a result, we'll see more um, health issues, more premature deaths as a result of air pollution. Um, so basically, we're kind of sacrificing the health of nearby communities in the name of trying to, you know, have a quick solution for Kusile. I mean, they say that uh, this will help them uh, reduce load shedding by up to two stages. How so? I mean, what is it uh, that uh, that is contained in this flue gas defalsification or, the, or is it a cost issue or how exactly does this uh, benefit ESCOM? Yeah, so basically ESCOM needed to um, install these chimneys with the uh, flue gas desulfurization in them, right? And in order to more quickly bring Kusile back online, they decided, well, we're not going to go through the whole process of putting in place these, these scrubbers um, because that would mean it would take longer for ESCOM to, you know, fix their plants, uh, well, fix Kusile in particular. And so as a means of trying to, you know, rush power back online because of the load shedding crisis, they're doing this. However, I think we must also see this in terms of the long history of ESCOM continuously pushing for weakening of emission standards. Mm. For decades now, they've been doing this and civil society has been pushing back and trying to get more renewable energy online, trying to ensure that those emission standards have been met. And Sasson and ESCOM jointly have continuously lobbied to weaken and weaken and weaken them. And so this is really just part of ESCOM's history of trying not to be held accountable for their pollution. And it's, I mean, there is an understandable urgency around load shedding, but this is part of a long history of ESCOM failing to do its job and, you know, putting people's health at risk. Now, they say they've been given this exemption until March 2025. I wonder, 
what would be different or how the determination was made? Why March 2025 and not, say, March 2024 or 26 for that matter? Yeah, I think ESCOM is saying that this is the time it will take for them to get the flu gas desulfurization, um, you know, put in place. And so they want to run the plants in the meantime without that. Um, so this is kind of the timeline that they've, they've given there. Um, you know, I, I think ESCOM, we must be careful about the timelines that they've given mm. when it comes to these sorts of things because they have historically constantly violated minimum emission standards. So mm. even if they give us this particular timeline, they'll probably push again. And so I think the, the role of civil society is to hold them to account. And, you know, I think that the reasons are, are very real. It's about people's lives. It's about their mm. ability to live. I mean, well, I, I live with a 10-year-old who's got asthma. And this, the impact that this has means that, you know, the air pollution mm. means that she's sick all the time often is unable to go to school and a lot of people are losing their lives and so I think this this is really a massive failure by ESCOM and the state to have put in place the necessary measures. It must be pointed out though there have been conditions that have been set for uh, in order for ESCOM to be granted this exemption. Maybe just a quick word on it. I mean one of them I see is among them is a, de- a detailed plan on mitigation matters that needs to be submitted within 21 days. Yeah, so I think this is something that's is in some ways laughable. Um, you know, the, the mitigation measures are to try to provide people with screening of their health and, and to try and, and, you know, give them access to, to public health systems. But many of those public health systems in the area are in a very, very dismal state already. Um, and the thing is, you know, there's only so much you can do. If people are breathing in polluted air, they are breathing in polluted air. That is going to make you sick. I mean, sure, you might be able to get more access to a doctor through the conditions that may or may not be fulfilled through this Mm. uh, particular deal. But if your lungs are filled with toxic smoke, if you've got asthma, if you've got respiratory issues, you know, there's only so much that can be done and lives and health is going to be lost as a result. And Mm. so, you know, they claim they're going to do their best, but the best would be not to pollute. The best would be to have these technologies in place. Um, So, you know, you know, I can see that ESCOM is in a tough position. They need to bring power online. Um, and this is, you know, from the failures of the state for, for many years to bring new okay. renewables and other factors right. on. So, mm. yeah. All right. Uh, Alex, thank you very much for talking to us. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Alex Lanferner is the General Secretary of the Climate Justice Coalition uh, and uh, talking about the exemption has been granted to ESCOM. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.